The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, now your host, Jim Tofty. Legendary Texas blues guitarist, singer-songwriter Jimmy Vaughn is part of blues royalty and is really known as one of the leading guitarists who was responsible for opening the national market for Roadhouse Blues and R&B. He first came into prominence as a founding member of the Fabulous Thunderbirds with vocalist Kim Wilson, and they released seven albums until Vaughn departed in 1990. That same year, Vaughn would collaborate with brother Stevie Ray on the Family Style album. Now Jimmy has a brand new box set and tour to talk about. I've got Jimmy Vaughn on the line right now in Austin, Texas. How you doing? I'm great, Jimmy. Thank you so much for joining me, and congratulations on the new five-CD box set. How far back does this set go? Uh, well, uh, it starts out in the uh, 60s in, in a band that I was in after, right before the Thunderbirds. There's a band that's got uh, Big Doyle and uh, a bunch of people that uh, was pre-Thunderbirds, so... Pre-Thunderbird, so what kind of stuff were you playing in the 60s? Blues. We were playing blues. We were we were in the honky-tonks playing blues. As a kid, and when you were interested in playing, was that the first thing that kind of caught your attention? Well, uh, yeah, the first... Uh, my uncles played guitar on both sides of the family. Uh, my mother's side and my father's side, were uh, there were musicians. And so uh, they would come over to the house and and uh, play. I mean, there was uh, they they called it hillbilly music back then, and uh, but it was all on the radio and uh, all this blues. It, you know, everybody played blues and Chuck Berry and Jimmy Reed and even the country bands. So it was always around. My parents were dancers, so they 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 danced. You know. They would dance in the living room and when we played. So There was always music around and everything else. Well, I've always heard a lot of B.B. King and Freddie King, among other things, in your style of playing. It's just wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are two of my biggest uh, influences, B.B., all the Kings. I loved all that stuff and, and devoured it as soon as I found out about it. There's a different way to stretch a note, isn't there, when you're playing blues guitar? Uh, yeah, it's all about uh, feeling and, and getting, B.B. Uh, King called it the singing string. Uh-huh. But, uh, so it's a lot of fun, and uh, it'll give you chill bumps if, if you pay attention. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, w- by the way, when did you first meet Kim Wilson uh, and form the fabulous Thunderbirds? Uh, that was in the 70s. Uh, probably the late 70s, we were playing a little joint uh, called Alexander's, and we had a Sunday matinee, and uh, Kim came. A lady that we knew brought Kim, and he came and sat in, and and then it was on. You guys certainly reached a big level of popularity, and, and to the point where you were opening for really huge bands. What was it like to open for the Rolling Stones? Well, uh, it was, it's amazing to, uh, you know, get to 
open for all these people. But uh, you know, we were we were just so into the music that uh, we we felt like um, it was meant to be. So always had a great time, and we couldn't wait to put out new records and tour and play and. You know, we played the Cotton Bowl with uh, the Rolling Stones, and we played yeah. the Astrodome with the Rolling Stones. And it was a lot of fun. That's really cool. I mean, the Texas boys made good, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, you've opened many times for Eric Clapton. What has that relationship been like over the years? Well, he, he's a great guy, and we've always had a good time, and we, we love the same kind of music, and we have a lot of, you know, it's just great. He's a great friend. Been friends for many, many years. So we have the music in common, you know. I have to say that I love your album, Baby, Please Come Home. In fact, I've worn it out to the point where it's almost unplayable now. <laughs> Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. You. <laughs> uh, you've said before that you the way you record albums is you kind of, uh, yeah, you do a song or two at a time and then come back to it later. So you don't put pressure on yourself to get it done all at one time. I like that. Well, I, I pretend that I'm making 45s. So if I can make one or two 45s at a time, that way you don't have the pressure of coming up with 10 or 15 songs all at once. You know, and you can kind of build on it. So, you know, back in the fifties uh, and sixties, people would make forty fives. They'd do two or three songs and put them out, and then at the end, uh, if you were, if you had a hit, you would make an album, and you would do a lot of covers or whatever it was. But um, so I, I just pretend uh, like that, and it comes easier. You don't have to write twenty songs at once. You know. What does your own record collection look like, by the way? I'm assuming it's kind of blues and country. Yes, I have a lot of uh, uh, I have a lot of jazz, blues, and uh, country. It's all uh, American stuff and other stuff too. You know, uh, I love Count Basie and and I love old hillbilly records from the '50s and uh, Lightning Hopkins. You know, I love Little Richard and. Chuck Berry and all that stuff. So, did you ever work with Chuck Berry? Uh, I think we backed him up once, and uh, but that was about it. Yeah, we tried to uh, keep Chuck Berry uh, away from us if we could. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I think we all his records. I had every record, and uh, when I was a kid, I would save my lunch money and go buy Chuck Berry's new record. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, genius, but we've heard from many artists, including uh, Keith Richards, that uh, Chuck can be a little prickly to work with. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they said. Well, how was it that you have come to love the sound of the Hammond organ, which just makes your record sound even even better? It's such a great sound, isn't it? Uh, well, yes, it is. When I was a kid, you know, was, uh, I had all the Jimmy Smith, Jack McDuff, those kind of guys. Uh, jazz records and uh, I used to work in a lumber yard it was on the radio and so everybody was playing it and uh, on the radio at lunch and uh, you know it was it was on the radio at the gig at the uh, job at the lumber yard so I've always loved the the organ trio and all those kind of jazz records jazz guys doing pop records you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. By the way, when you and Stevie did the family album together, what was that writing and recording process like? I imagine it was uh, pretty heavenly for you. Well, it was it was 
uh, fun because we uh, we decided up front that we weren't going to use our own bands because we both had bands that we were touring with, and we wanted to do something different and uh, use. Uh, we had Nile Rogers was the producer, so we said, "Nile, you get the band. We'll put a new spin on this whole thing." But but you know, it always sounded like us, so. That was the fun part. We really felt like we were stretching out, you know. That's really great. I guess I forgot that Niall Rogers was involved in this. Yeah, Niall Rogers was the producer. So Stevie, Stevie had met Niall Rogers on the Let's Dance, David Bowie. Right. Session. And that's that was before we made Family Style. So there was no question that uh, Niall Rogers is the world's greatest record producer. Nobody knows that, but... I'm telling you right now, he is, uh, he's the best. He knows what he's doing. So. Yeah, I think I've had a, a fairly good idea of that over the years from everything he's been involved with. Well, look for the Jimmy Vaughn story, the new five-CD box set at jimmyvaughn.com. It's the same place that you can find out uh, current touring info. Jimmy, it's an honor. I really enjoyed this. Thanks so much, and good luck to you on the road. Well, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. All right. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. And I'm telling you, Jimmy's seventh solo album, Baby, Please Come Home, is so good. Obviously, it was nominated for a 2020 Grammy Award. He has won four Grammys over the years. I love that guy. Go see him if you can. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.